Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim, and welcome back to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. I just left a cool party where people surprised me, brought out Taco Bell, and celebrated my book. It was so awesome. It's like, yay, I wrote a book called Ditch the Act, and a lot of people have been questioning me, saying, would you consider writing another book soon? And at first it's been like, um, ask me in a year. It's been a pretty overwhelming process. But then I thought about it while I was eating at the Taco Bell, and I was like, um... If I get more Taco Bell, then maybe I should write another book. Anyways, today we have a special guest on the line with us, and we'll be doing a personal brand consult. Her name is Chantelle Peltier, and she's a lifestyle transformation uh, specialist. She's also an Octavia coach and a personal development warrior who's leading the fight against mediocrity. Uh, she's helped thousands get healthy, stay healthy, and create a life that's designed around what matters most to them. She's originally from California. It's kind of like me, yay, yay, but um, Seattle, <laughs> and then she went to Seattle, and now she calls Central Washington home. Um, she's currently interested in things like real estate invent, uh, investing and all the other things that uh, create financial free, uh, freedom, and I'm here on the line to see if I could help Chantel take her brand to that next level. So, uh, Chantel, before we get into everything, I know I did a brief introduction about you, but would you like to take a moment to uh, let people know more about you, maybe your hobbies, maybe your interests, what makes you cool, or maybe funny, or something like that? <laughs> or maybe the story uh, that you just shared with me. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you bet. No, we actually just were talking briefly about the hobbies that we're currently in, the real estate investing. Um, We're kind of at that point where all of our kids have moved out of the house and we've got this big house with too many rooms and we're putting it on the market and then uh, just sort of just dabbling in what... um, we're, We're kind of not very good at a lot of things, so we kind of get ourselves in trouble a little bit with things that we think we can do and, and remodel and flip and, and uh, create additional income streams. But uh, for the most part, I've, I'm a mom, a wife. I've got three kids, uh, all grown adults now, and uh, they're living happy, successful lives. And we just have found ourselves in this place where uh, there's, there's just more to be had and more people to help. And so I'm kind of putting myself out there and just seeing what, what, what life can throw at me. Well, that's kind of awesome that you've been able to raise three kids until they were able to get out the home. I mean, I'm just trying to have a baby right now, and I, I've just been imagining what the first few years are like, and I've been talking to other people who are parents, and like, oh, yeah, you got to rearrange your schedule for kindergarten and preschool. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I, I mean, to have three different kids and go through that whole journey, that must have been pretty insane in itself, but uh, you seem to be in a pretty good place right now. Now, 
And it's okay that you're not good at a lot of things. I think that's the characteristic traits for most people. Uh, what I've kind of come to find is most people are really good at like maybe about two to three different things that they really, really excel at. But then most of the things um, we're just like average, below average, slightly above average at. And I think that's the characteristic traits of basically every single person who probably walks on the planet. Like you see some people who are insane at math, some people who are really good at um, storytelling and all these other things. So uh, when it comes to your personal brand, how, how long do you think you've been working on that? Well, let's see. I, I guess you would call me one of the two or three percenters, the entrepreneurial ADD mind. Um, I just really just can't really focus on, on one little thing at any – I get bored with things. So um, the branding thing, I actually partnered with a doctor about – years ago who was sort of pioneering the health coaching field and mm -hmm. I've always been passionate about other people's health probably more so than they were um, and 16 years ago that was like at the beginnings of the organic you know everything was the, the GMOs and the genetically modified or the um, uh, uh, what am I thinking the, the hydrogenated oils people were just really you know just the fake sugars all that stuff and they just didn't want to hear it so anyway I was kind of at the beginning of that but uh, this yeah, doctor that like I uh, go ahead it, it, it seems like people got really mad about like GMOs and things maybe about five to ten years ago but then 16 years ago it seemed that people didn't really have it on their radars yet not at all, and I really annoyed everyone in my family because I was so just, I was passionate about just the things that they're adding to our food and the way that they were changing our food. And he was pioneering health coaching, and it was sort of just aligned with, I just felt like it was in the stars. I was, you know, it's going to be fantastic, but the company actually was delisted. And uh, this Dr. Wayne Anderson uh, put it on the map, basically put us back on the map with uh, the health coaching model, which was sort of a direct sales hybrid. He um, created this, basically it was an, an ancillary for uh, physicians who could bring this program back into their practice and help people uh, create health. Mm. Uh, I was fascinated by it. I I, he was an amazing doctor that was one of the first 10 critical care specialists in the country. He was just super smart, avant-garde, um, on point as far as uh, the program goes. It was a clinically proven program. I partnered along. I kind of co-branded myself to be, uh, back to the branding part, uh, Metafast Northwest. And that was everything. All of my business materials were all Metafast Northwest. I advertised in uh, Yellow Book, uh, the phone company, the, you know, back in 16 years ago, that was still a thing, being in the phone book, uh, over the Northwest region, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, uh, California, Utah, kind of like the 10 West, um, and, you know, hundreds of dollars in, uh, you know, advertising monthly, but um, I built sort of a name for myself around Metafast Northwest. Well, probably about a few years into it, um, Metafast sent me sort of a, you can't use that, not a, not a cease and desist, but I just couldn't use Metafast Northwest. 
so mm. um, by that time, I had already created uh, um, enough of a of a of a reputation where people were referring me. So I lived um, and I, I grew organically that way for a few years. Then Metafest um, decided they were going to rebrand and we became this Optavia. And I had taken Metafest Northwest down to win. I don't know where I got that. I just kind of pulled something out of thin air and said, I am, I'm the winner. I'm going to win it win.metafast and then we became uh, Optavia so I became win at Optavia and it just none of it really made sense I just don't really know where I'm going with it I I just as far as the branding aspect goes I'm lost yeah, I can I, I can see that, and it gets difficult, especially when companies go and rebrand and change their names and everything. I mean, at first it sounded like it was a really good thing because you were co-branding yourself with a very reputable type of company, but then as that company started to go through name transitions and things too, uh, it kind of lost its edge, and then kind of put you into a little situation where it's hard to differentiate, right? I just, I just kind of feel like a frog in water, just with a lily pad to attach myself to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Optavia is with a branding specialist. Uh, she was one of her best, the best in the field, and she, it's it's optimal way in, um, I believe it's Latin, uh, and it makes a lot of sense for the company to, uh, to, to create a brand, but it's just hard to kind of co-brand along with that. Yeah, I, I can see that. And I, I mean, like me personally, I didn't work at one company that consistently went through rebranding phases where they uh, created a new identity for themselves. But I've worked at like uh, one company to another company to another company. And when I had to go through those experiences and I was kind of doing the co-branding thing, it was really hard because I was attaching my name to uh, a company that um, no longer ended up existing. And it kind of cycled down into this spiral where every single time I'd have to like start over from scratch. And what, what it seems that you've kind of had to do is probably something similar where each time the name of the uh, company that you've worked with has changed, uh, you've kind of had to figure out how to get, reinvent yourself to a point where you feel like that fish that's like lost in uh, the sea when before you felt pretty solidified with uh, what you were doing at the beginning. Does that seem pretty accurate? It does. I, I felt really good about just kind of going along with things, but as it, as time went along, it was almost as if our company became sort of like one of those fun houses where the walls, you know, disappear or the floor falls out from underneath you. And my ADD mind just decided that I, there was other, you know, there's other things to do with my time than to try to figure out and um, go along with those changes, if that makes any sense. Like I, you know, initially I, you know, I, I knew everything I knew from, you know, cover to cover. I knew how the company worked. I knew how to get, you know, in through the back door, the side doors, anything I needed to have happen. I knew how to make it happen. And then, then the company just changed so much that I just didn't have really a grasp on. 
Yeah, and I, I think what I figured out because I kind of went through similar but not the same situation as you is after I started working and co-branding myself along with all these other companies that kind of went bankrupt is that um, – like, for example, I worked at a company called eMarket Global, and you'll probably never hear about that company again because it doesn't exist today. And then another one called <laughs> MCLN, and another one called Happy Hour Card, and another one called Zealous Inc., and none of these companies exist. And, like, when you think about me co-branding with these companies, I'm trying to figure out how to put me into their little square peg every single time and then every single time there's a new uh name new company new operations or they're doing something differently then i'm trying to have to fit myself back into that square peg and uh, i mean uh with you you sound pretty similar to me where you have a lot of different interests you like doing a lot of different things and trying to fit uh your circle personality kind of like what I have into a square peg it just isn't working anymore right exactly yeah so uh it's about time for our commercial break once we get back from our commercial break what I'll do is I'll be able to walk you through exactly what you can do to really figure out how to be a circle and make that square peg an extension of yourself instead of trying to stick yourself into that square peg. Uh, so uh, if anyone wants to get to know you, learn more about you, where could they like follow you on social media and stuff? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I have a Twitter. It's at Winspiration101. That's Ooh. probably the best place to reach out. I think that's... Um, Awesome. And anyone can find me at Mr. Larry Kim on social media, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim back here with Chantel Pelletier. And we've been talking about the difficulties that go along with trying to co-brand yourself with a company, especially when the company goes and decides to uh, do a few different rebrands in itself and how it could leave you feeling like you might be a circle trying to fit into a square peg. Uh, Now in this segment of the show, what we're going to really talk about is how to really go back out there and reclaim that branding and have it all be kind of under our own personal control instead of having to try to fit it into something else. Uh, Chantel, have you ever thought about like maybe personally getting a website that was under your own name, like ChantelPeltier.com? I have. I've seen others do it. I just have never done it myself. Uh, It might be something that you might want to consider because it seems like uh, other than just the health coaching that you do, you want to do a few different other things as well. And the reason why you, if you go and uh, brand under yourself as a person, as opposed to trying to co-brand with one company or another, it gives you the opportunity to be a lot more flexible, a lot more uh, intuitive with what you're doing, and kind of go with different directions. Um, I had someone on this show uh, about six months ago. Uh, he was the founder of a company and he founded it for about three years. And at the time when he founded it three years beforehand, he thought this was something that he was going to do for the rest of his life. His name is Paul Hari and his company was Heart Based Leadership. He's like, this is my mission. This is my passion. This is everything that I'm going to be doing. Then about... Uh, six months ago, when he was on my radio show, a company called Go Coach approached him and said, "Hey, I want you to go out there and lead our uh, coaching platform and go out there and build this for us." At that time, he kind of fell into a very difficult situation because his whole entire website was heart-based leadership. Everything that he was doing was about that. And he kind of felt stuck in this situation because he's like, "Okay, now I have two completely different brands. How do I go about doing all of this stuff?" If Paul went out there and he started everything off as paulhari.com, what he would have been able to do is he would have been able to use that website to kind of distinguish off all the different things that he does and lead people down into the different things uh, that they want to see from him. Like, for example, me personally, um, some people might want to come out and reach out to me for personal branding help. Other people might want to go and reach out to read my book. Other people might want agency services where I help them grow and grow their personal brand. Some people might want the uh, products and services of a company that I'm a chief marketing officer for, which is um, data and privacy products. So what they do is once they land onto my website, uh, they'll come across a page and that page will kind of tell them a story about who I am. 
And within that, they'll see different uh, sections where they could go and uh, go off to different directions on what exactly they want me for, whether it's speaking, whether it's coaching, whether it's like one-on-one services, or whatever it may be. So it gives me the ability to be a lot more flexible and work on multiple things, which means that instead of me trying to be a circle fitting into a square peg, I'm a circle, and then I have all these other extensions of all these different things I'm doing, and they all kind of fall into line. Does that kind of make sense? It does. It does make a lot of sense. I, I, it's, um, it's kind of like one of those no-brainer, should have done it, could have done it, but I just never did it because it just was so obvious, I guess. I don't yeah, know. I like kinda, to pick apart other websites. And you it's want it to be perfect. Weird, right? Like, you want it to be perfect, like, and, but it, it, it's hard to put something together that's as good as you want it to be. Yeah, it, it's hard to put it together as good as you want it to be. And I think that's one thing that we have to kind of really realize when it comes to like building a personal brand, uh, building a website or whatever it may be, is that whatever we put up, that's never going to be the final product. Just like we constantly evolve and change as time progresses, kind of like how about 10 years ago you might have been uh, with your family a lot more at home, uh, helping them with homework and things like that, to now where you're looking to get into a smaller house because you have uh, too many rooms in the place. Uh, what kind of happens is when you're <laughs> using this uh, website, this personal brand that you kind of build around yourself, that's always constantly evolving and changing as well. So one day, let's say you go out there and let's say today you just put up a basic bio uh, basic website, and let's say it was just about 40% of where you wanted it to be. That doesn't mean in like two, three weeks that you could revamp it to get it to like 80, 90, 100% of where you want it to be. Then let's say two months later, uh, if some new opportunity shows up or a new direction decides to appear, then you could kind of pivot and make those changes as well. And everything just becomes so easy because it just becomes a fluid extension of who you are. That makes a lot of sense. So I, I think if the fear is having it be perfect, like it just doesn't have to be. Like, uh, what I would probably first recommend is working with maybe a photographer, or maybe just taking pictures on your iPhone. It doesn't really matter. If you're doing a lot of the different things that you really enjoy in life. Uh, and some of it could be work-related, uh, some of it could be hobby-related. And when you kind of have those pictures, you'll have a whole inventory of images that you could be using on both your site and then different pieces of content that you're creating. Uh, once you kind of okay. have that picture repository down, uh, when you're looking at a website, there's about five key things that you really need on there. The uh, home page is usually something that should uh, briefly uh, announce who you are, uh, some of the things that you're doing, give the ability for people to learn more about you, and also give them the opportunity to kind of go and explore the other parts of the site. Um, so if we're looking at the pages on the site, 
Uh, one of the pages that you'll need is an about section, and that's going to be your bio that talks about who you are and how you got to where you are today. Uh, usually, let's say you were my uh, consulting client or, and I was working with you in the agency. What I would normally do is I would hop on the phone with you like this and record a conversation for about an hour. And I'd ask you to tell me about your childhood, how you were raised, what your family was like, to walk me through elementary, junior high, high school, uh, college, uh, first career, first relationship, marriage, um, to raising a family, to uh, where you are today. And whatever fits into that hour, I'd usually have that recorded and I'd send off for a transcription uh, with a company like Rev. Usually what happens is after you send something like that off for transcription, you end up with like 38 pages of like basically your entire life, which um, you could like directly turn into a book if you really wanted to. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you have basically almost all the material that you ever need to create any type of content that you really need for your personal brand. Uh Okay. Most importantly, uh, with that transcript, if you were able to extract maybe like two to 3,000 words of it, uh, you could turn it into your bio. Uh, your bio is going to be the uh, most important part of your entire online presence. Because uh, let's say someone watches a video you made or reads an article you made. And let's say that article or video was really phenomenal and they were like wow who's this person who created this piece of content uh what do you think their natural inclination would be find out who you are yeah so they probably want to find out who you are so because you know curiosity gets the best of us so usually what we do is we go and google who created this piece look it up uh, usually a person's website comes up if it's your name then that's even better because that means that your website's probably going to be the first result on Google. Uh, they click onto the about page so then they can learn more about you. And that's your opportunity for people to really quote unquote like fall in love with you. Um, as someone who's been in health and nutrition for about 16 years and works with like thousands of people, uh, I think you could probably say that a lot of people who work with you they do it because they get to know you, they get to like you, and they get to trust you. Would you agree? I would. That would. That would. Yeah. You bet. <laughs> so basically, uh, for how you've been doing that over the past sixteen years, I'm I'm going to make an assumption here, but that's through like actual one-on-one -on -one conversations, maybe meeting them in a group, but showing your personality and who you are to them, right? Yes. And when you have to kind of do that on a one-on-one -on -one basis, uh, does it get tiring? You know, it's been something where we've, um, I've, I've, it's not duplicatable. And that's where we've taken the companies to have like a system and a program so that it is duplicatable. But, but yeah, it was mm -hmm. definitely one-on-one um, -on -one and it was, it was uh, explaining the same program over and over and over again. And yeah, it was, it, it got to be a bit much. Yeah. And I, I think that's how I used to feel when I used to sell cars back in like 2005, 2006. I'm like, 
I'm going to have to repeat the same thing for every single person who comes into the dealership. Like, this is so hard. <laughs> and um, that's when I started to first explore marketing. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Is there a way for me to make a message where I could talk to a lot of people and then uh, kind of get the same result at, like, a greater scale? And um, that's where the bio really comes into play because let's say you have like a two to 3,000 word bio that kind of encompasses a lot of the things that you said in those one-on-one -on -one meetings, in those group meetings, and also uh, maybe also show a little bit of your vulnerable and authentic side as well, then people are really going to start to get to know, like, and trust you at a digital level. And let's say a thousand people went to your uh, about page in a month. That's a lot of people getting to know you uh, at a fairly quickly rate, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, and I, I think that's really the beauty of that bio because it gives you the ability to get people to kind of fall in love with you before they even meet you. Uh, like sometimes I've had uh, calls with uh, people who wanted to do business with me. And it was like they knew everything about me right before I even got on the phone, which made it extremely easy to start the sales process and make that connection and make everything work because they've already felt like there was an extreme trust before even uh, talking to me. Cool. Yeah. So uh, aside from the uh, bio, the other uh, sections that should probably be on your website is like a work with me section. And in that work with me section, you could section off the different things that you do, like a, a performance coach, uh, talk about your Optivia that you're doing, talk about how you're uh, dabbling into real estate investing. And you could talk about all these different things and section them off. And it doesn't really matter how many things that you kind of add into there, but it gives you that ability to show that you're not just stuck in one box, but you're more Chantel Pelletier and all of these things are a part of who you are. So that way uh, you don't have to force yourself into the brand, but now the brand is kind of aligning and becoming a part of you. I love that so much. <laughs> awesome. And then um, the last part about the website is setting up, um, well, there's two more things you need. One would be a media room. But that comes into play later as you start building out a lot of content around what you do and uh, the different things that you're going to create. The media is going to eventually want to interview you on podcasts, radio shows, on like uh, publications, uh, maybe even on TV. And that media room gives you the ability to not only have the media go and contact you, but gives you the ability to showcase all the uh, media features that you're going to acquire as time goes by. Have you ever had like a media feature before? I have never. I don't. I don't believe so. Oh, you haven't. Um, well, the interesting thing is, it gives you this uh, huge boost of credibility for kind of everything that you do, where uh, people kind of trust you a little more. So it just makes everything a little bit easier. So. Plus, it's a really fun and exciting experience. The first time it happens, you're going to be like, yay, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is that just like being on, on like a local radio sh uh, or a local TV news segment or something like that? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Like maybe being on yeah. the local news, maybe being in like uh, Huffington Post, Forbes, like any of these things are potentially possible. And um, how all that becomes possible is one, by having that strong bio. 
uh, where people are really getting to fall in love with you. And then two, it's going to be uh, on the content creation side, but it's about time for a commercial break. So I'll get more into the content creation after that. Uh, where can people find you online, uh, Chantel? You said on Twitter at? Twitter at Winspiration101. So just cool. like inspiration, but Winspiration101. Awesome. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, back with Chantel Peltier, and we've been discussing how to go out there and successfully set up a a site that really uh, encompasses Chantel's personal brand so she no longer has to be a square peg trying to fit into a circle hole or vice versa. And how building with a personal brand kind of just opens up the gates where anything really becomes possible. And you don't have to kind of fit yourself into the mold of anything anymore, but you have the flexibility to kind of do anything that you want and not be stuck inside a box. 
in this segment, what we're going to really be talking about is the content creation side of things. And this is what really is going to drive a lot of people to that bio that we kind of discussed to really get people to fall in love with you, Chantel, where they want to uh, do business with you. Um, are you creating any content right now? I'm not. No? Uh, do you have the uh, time and resources to make content? So I've just been, our, my current little hobby is um, remodeling. <laughs> totally not what I do normally. So I'll, if you look at my phone and all my photographs and videos, they're all of before and afters of remodeling things. So yeah, no, I, that's the only content I've created lately, but, um, but I could focus and, and like written form of content. Is that what we're referring to? Uh, written videos, a- anything really. Like, um, do, do you have the okay. uh, time and resources to actually create things like this? I could. Yeah. Yes, I could. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So when it comes to creating content, like um, what I've seen a lot of people do, or or maybe let me ask you a question. Let's say you were to set up this um, website, you created it under your name, you set up all these different pages, and you were to create start creating content right now, what kind of content do you think you would be making? You know, the whole before and after stuff comes uh, front and foremost of, uh, uh, just real estate stuff, but I would like to do more of the um, the health and wellness. I've basically helped uh, people really create a life around what matters most to them. So I've um, that's been my passion. This is just a hobby, the the remodeling stuff. So <laughs> I guess I would rather. Um, uh, create content that would help people um, uh, with time freedom and financial freedom and that kind of thing. Cool. Well, you, you could do the remodel stuff. That's okay. It's already there because it's under your name. You can go in any direction you want. And if you already have mm-hmm. it, it could help you start forming the habits that you kind of need to really go and create uh, content on this uh, consistent basis. And w- so let's take the that content aside and let's look at the content that you really want to focus on, like uh, how you could help reshift someone's life, how you could help them reclaim their health and all these other things. Um most people, what they do is when they kind of uh, create content like this, what they do is they'll stick it into a box, kind of like uh, that's uh, kind of like you were doing before with uh, co-branding yourself with the different brands, and they'll only talk strictly about that specific topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, when I see people only talk specifically about that topic in the piece they usually miss the mark when it comes to communicating with the person who's uh, reading or watching the piece because uh, it's a little bit too narrow focus for them to really go and grasp does that kind of make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah uh have, have you read like a lot of articles or watched a lot of videos kind of similar to what you kind of talked about and you're like oh that that was okay but it didn't really touch me or move me totally yeah the cut yeah. and dries the ones that are really staged yeah you just um kind of you fast forward through them and then get to the gist of what you're looking for 
Yeah. And I, I think what uh, that, remember how I mentioned like the first call I had with my clients, I kind of have them delve through their entire life for about an hour and we come up with this like 30 page transcript. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Yeah. So what I usually find works best when you're creating content is you take elements of your personal story, you tie it into your expertise, uh, you show how it doesn't just work for other people, but you show how it works for yourself. And if possible, and there's research out there that kind of backs your claim, then you kind of sprinkle that in as well. And if there's any mm -hmm. celebrities or any uh, recognizable figures who've kind of done the same thing, if you could add that information into there too, it just makes that piece so much stronger. Um, okay. What a, lot, what a lot of people do is they recommend um, for people to go out there and create like large amounts of content uh, that isn't so good, like maybe like kind of machine gunning where you create like maybe 300 word articles all the time and maybe do like two or three a day, which uh, one is extremely tiring. Two, it's not really putting out your best material. And three, it's the content's not uh, resonating with people because there's not enough like meat and potatoes behind it that really solidifies how they're feeling when they're kind of uh, consuming that content. Kind of like how you felt mm -hmm. when you watched a lot of the other content. So what I usually like to tell people to do is it's not a race about how much content you can make. It's uh, how valuable can you make this one singular piece of content. So let's say you were talking about something like how do you become like financially free and then you tied in elements from maybe your personal story when you were in maybe like your early 20s, late 20s or some uh, situation. You moved in and you told a story about how you moved into success, but then you moved into examples of other people that you helped and then kind of flipped it around and talked about maybe celebrities who've kind of done the same thing and then had a little bit of research on exactly why these things do work. Uh, when, you, when you see someone come across that piece, whether it's an article or a video, do you think they really believe that that would work by the end of reading or watching it? It sounds like a formula. Yeah. So that, that's why it's so important to kind of keep those personal elements into everything. And another thing that you should probably consider is um, kind of like how you mentioned that you just want to talk about like uh, health, freedom, uh, financial health and things like that. Uh, I, I think that's our natural entrepreneurial minds thinking about how things become profitable to us. So we naturally, our natural inclination is to only talk, uh, have those work topics come up. But another thing that does extremely well is personal stories that have no financial ties into them, like um, when you go out with your friends, uh, do you sometimes bring up like stories about like childhood and what happened and get really excited when you share a story like that? Absolutely. And then do they react positively when you share a story like that? Yeah, there's a connection. Yeah. 
So sometimes if you just strip about strip out the entire business element of a piece and you just go out there and you share these personal stories that you kind of share with your friends and things like that, that's going to create an even bigger impact with people where a lot of, a lot of people who aren't looking for uh, health freedom, financial freedom, or any of these other things, they're going to start thinking, oh, who is this person and what does she do? And then when they come across your bio, they're going to know, like, and trust you, fall in love with you, uh, per se, and also see what type of work you do. Uh, they might run across maybe the uh, type of work that you do with uh, getting people back into health, and maybe that person feels that they're out of shape at the moment, or they want to uh, improve their diet, and they see that you can help them. Then you're also getting people who never even knew that you, they needed your services, too. Okay. So. Gotcha. Yeah, so there's really a lot of huge potential that really comes out of all this when you go out there and start focusing on all these key different areas. Uh, does this sound like something that's uh, feasible and within reach of you accomplishing? Sounds like something I'm going to have to just uh, sink my teeth into and really kind of force my, my pen to the page and just do it. It's just something that I've not... Um, not but interested in I don't know I just I guess I already had a page I already had a co-branded website I just thought was enough but it's probably not anymore and and I do have time um like I said my kids are grown and and I have time to to focus and do more things that'll benefit other myself and others as well Cool. Yeah, I mean, it is going to take a lot of time. It's not easy work, but I mean, uh, I mean, it's not like any of us are just going to uh, shut off a switch and just stop working and end our careers and move into retirement. Um, and it doesn't seem like that's your type of personality either. So, I mean, if we know we're right. going to be around, if we know that things are going to be moving digital and we know this is the direction of where everything is going, it, it's just something that we kind of just have to do. That makes so much sense. Yeah, and <laughs> it's the harsh reality of the world because, like, let's say you were just a employee at a company and, like, three years from now you decided to make a career change and now there's all these people who have all these personal brands built out and then you were to apply for a job. It would be so hard to even get that position with so much more competition out there and that's the way everything's kind of moving, so... It's one of those situations where it's like, now is the moment to kind of make that move or else we all kind of just get left behind. Yeah, I've been, I've been online since the dial-up days or the, uh, the AOL dial-up sound. <laughs> so I've, it's, it's nothing new to me. It's just, um, I, guess, uh, I guess it's just something that's just turned gray. It's just um, ubiquitous. It's something that I just don't feel that there's any kind of um, individuality out there, but it's important to be visible and, and have a presence. I, I hear you totally and completely. Yeah, and the good thing is if you feel there's no individual individuality out there, you can bring it. <laughs> I guess I could. 
Challenge accepted. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now that you know that there's nothing entertaining out there, it's and you know that you're going to be doing this, that you can go and make that individuality happen and kind of create that spark and that movement. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Cool. I appreciate it so much. Anytime. I, need so, the, I needed a nudge. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> on the scale of like one to ten, how would you think this uh, personal branding consultation worked out for you? I'm gonna give you a solid ten. Leonard. I I, uh, I I value your input tremendously. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, I wanted to thank you so much for being on the show with us, uh, Chantel. I do really appreciate it, and I'm sure that all our guests do, too. Uh, once you kind of get things in motion, like you start building out your website, and once you start building out your bio and all of this other stuff, if you ever need a second set of eyes on it, just uh, send it over to me, and I'll review it, and I'll let you know if you're in the right direction, if there's anything that we could tweak and make better. And all that other fancy stuff. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, everyone who's listening to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to another show. Uh, the book, Ditch the Act, Reveal the Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success. It's now available in bookstores all across America. Uh, you could also pick it up at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and a few other places as well. If you want to ever get in touch, uh, feel free to reach out at hello at leonardkim.com. Uh, you can always find Chantel online on Twitter. Uh, where again? Winspiration101. Perfect. And do you, you have any? Find me. Awesome. And do you have any final words that you wanted to share with the audience? I guess um, it's it's just never uh, it's never too late to recreate yourself. <laughs> Um, I've, I've definitely, I've, I've kind of always felt, um, the worst part about success is a little bit, and I've, um, taken sort of like the, the, the easy road as far as not really ever really, um, worked very hard at, at any one thing. It's everything's always come pretty easy for me. Um, and I've been able to create a lot of success, uh, for myself and others, it's just, I think I've just never really quite taken it to that next level, which is why I, I reached out to you, Leonard, and I think I'm on the right track. Yay, so we're doing it. And I thank it. you thank so much. Anytime. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you, everyone, for tuning into another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.